you've been searching for that something, welcome my friend. Come on in and spend time with women just like us who come together to unlock true success and potential in our hearts, lives, and calling. I do know what it feels like to just want it all, to be ready to scale, to want to have that work-life balance, more authentic relationships, but then feeling stuck, second-guessing, imperfectionism, people-pleasing, just to list a few. I want you to understand that it is not about our ability to manage a busy life. I want to help you recognize that there's so much more to becoming a fulfilled, successful, purpose-fueled woman. And it can be simple. Let's do this. Let's walk this journey. Let's step into your hidden confidence. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. Hey, hey, welcome back to Her Unapologetic Life, my friends. We are in episode 43 in the Heart of Friendship Month. And here in Michigan, the spring has arrived, of course, and we're loving the the weather changes in the green and just makes my heart happy as I talk and look out the window. And so today, I think this is one of my favorite topics within friendship. I had a lot of fun preparing for this episode, and so I hope you really enjoy it too. I'm going to be talking about fly your freak flag or wave the peace flag when it comes to friendships. I want to create a win-win for you when it comes to some of the really beautiful aspects of friendship and the really difficult aspects of friendship. And so today I'm going to go for it and I hope you enjoy what I prepared and I hope that you're, you've been contemplating, you know, over the last couple of weeks, a little more about your friendships and who they are and what they mean to you and then who you are as a friend and um, what you mean to your friends. And then of course, becoming your own best friend, right? That's also a beautiful thing. And so today, you know, talking about the whole flying your freak flag and waving the peace flag and all of that, it's really an art and it's a way to honor yourself and your friendships. So that's kind of where I'm starting. Um, So with, I mean, I don't know how many people are actually in the world. I mean, millions and millions to billion to whatnot. Uh, There's so many people in the world. There's so many women in the world, right? That we come into contact with, especially now that we're online, right? And we're bound to connect with some more than others. I think we could all agree that that's a neutral thing. Like, yep, we all are going to connect with some people more than others. And um, you deserve to pay attention to that as we venture into this topic and as you venture into maintaining friendships, cultivating new ones, and preparing for those that you haven't yet met. I truly believe that we can manifest wonderful friends and that we can do that in prayer and in meditation and envisioning ahead, especially if we're, we're really needing that, right? I mean, it's, it's worth, it's worth going for that. Um, you know, we only have so much energy and time. Last month, we talked a lot about that. And in all areas of our lives, we only have so much time and energy. And we only have so much time and energy to give to our friends. And honestly, for most of the women I know, time with friends is the first to go. If it isn't planned way out, it's not going to happen. Uh, I've had it where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to hang out with my friends, go for a walk or go uh, to, um, you know, hang out. And um, we just kind of like, oh, something comes up and it falls to the wayside. Or we just overcommitted the whole rest of the week. And then we're just like, you know what, we're, we, we've got to just stay home. And our really good friends get it. They understand that things come up. Um And, you know, there's some who get really frustrated, of course, if we keep canceling, right? Uh, And I like to talk about friendships in seasons. Uh, You know, we all have seasons where we're closer to some 
And then seasons where we're closer to others. Seasons where we have more time on our own. Seasons where we have more time with friends, you know. And I just think back over the last year, I've been so much more introverted with in-person people, uh, in part because of, you know, the climate of society and COVID. But another because I've really been enjoying being home and I really enjoy connecting with women online now. It's become a really fun thing for me. Doesn't take as much energy to get ready to go out to just get on Zoom and be like, hey, how's it going? So I like the balance. Um, So when it comes to where we're at, whatever season we're at, let's just take that guilt and the shame and the shooting out of um, how, you know, out of like, oh, I let a friendship go or I'm not being a good friend, you know, all of those things that we hold ourselves to. Uh, and, you know, also out of the lost or broken friendships that we've had in the past and settle it once and for all, right? We have to let ourselves off the hook. Not all relationships can be forever. I wish they could. <laughs> and the loyalist that I am and the loyalist that I'm sure you are because you're here, Um, we have a hard time believing that and allowing for that. And, um, you know, I was talking to a client the other day and we were talking about the same thing. She was feeling really torn about some of her friendships that now that she's been, you know, growing and changing and they are too, I'm not discounting them. Um, but she just doesn't feel like it's a fit anymore. They're just not working out for her. And she's also a loyalist. So she's feeling like she's betraying them. Um, or she should just keep giving them more a chance to have her time and energy because of their history together. Can you relate to this? I know I can. Um, but she was really shooting on herself. I love saying this. I can't get over it. I can't get it enough. Um, you know, should hood a shit hood, shooting on yourself. Love it. But it's true. Um, and she was giving her precious time and energy away to women, um, whom she really didn't have the connection with anymore. And she didn't really have the time to spend with them, you know. And um, and so what the meaning that she made about it was that she was a mean, intolerant, and non-caring person, right? And I know that's the farthest thing from the truth because I know her really well. Um, but the fact that we were processing it, mean, you know, means she cared about it deeply and we really needed to process that, Um you know, and so that's kind of where she was. That's where a lot of us are. And so therefore, we just keep going, right? We just keep going with it. Um, and then we have people that we know who, when they're done, they're done. They're done with their food. They get up off the table. They're done with a friend. They say, thank you for this time. Move on. When they're done with anything, they just have had enough. They move on and they seemingly never look back, right? Well, maybe, or maybe they're honoring themselves and the other person. Now, they might not identify that, but have you thought about it that way? Um, It's kind of like when you're dating a guy and you know you don't really like him and you're not going to have a future with him and you know he's just not the one. And But then you just feel sorry for him, so you just keep dating him or you're like, oh, something's going to change or happen. It's kind of like that. Like if we look at it from the other side of out of, you know, pity and empathy and compassion, we're like hang, letting this friendship keep going. Are we really honoring ourselves? Well, I think we've established no, but think about the other person. Are we really honoring the other person? Is it fair to her that you're feeling disconnected and you're feeling like things need to shift and you're still just you know, keep reaching out to her and keep going even though your heart's not in it? That's just a question I want to ask you. Um, because 
if we ask ourselves that with our friendships, um, we can get honest with ourselves, right? And we can have clarity about whether or not we really want the person in our inner circle or not, um, whether or not they still are a close friend. And as hard it is, as hard as it is <laughs> to really go there as compassionate people that we are, it's it really is an it is a way of honoring ourselves and them. Um, because I don't know about you, but I d- wouldn't want to be in a relationship that was like. It's unrequited. Is that how you say it? Is it reciprocal when it comes down to it? There's plenty of other people in the world that would want to spend time with us and vice versa. And it's not mean. It's just, it just is, right? So let's talk about inner circle a second, you know, um, because I think it's really worthwhile to kind of talk a little bit about uh, who we let in and where. So if we talk about the ebb and flow of friendships in this way, like the, you know, we just talked about, we might um, not get so uncomfortable that we stop listening to ourselves or even the other person. We can be empowered um, and we can make a decision really, like I said, you know, um, whether or not they're in our inner circle or like our bestie or they're just, you fill in the blank, a word that just is more like an acquaintance word, you know, someone that you, you wish well. Um, And so to get a little bit deeper into it, let's talk a little bit about the types of friendships, right? So, Because I just kind of touched on what happens when you're not feeling it. And if they're not going to be in your inner circle, well, then where could they be? So, yeah, inner circle is totally the besties, right? Um, few close friends that you have. The social circles are more like um, the women who we interact with regularly in groups, small groups, mutual friends, hobbies, work. You know, I think about like if we go for a large group of wine tasting, um, we're in a small group of friends who plans things. Um, we have these mutual friends who love to get together every year to play cards. You know, this is that fun social circle. And then there's the community circle. Women where, you know, we share the roads with, we see in Target, in the grocery store, at church, um, the friend of a friend who we wave to, who we, when we see them on the street, we smile because we know of them. You know, and we might talk to them or interact with them. Uh, the community circle is what's probably been the most impacted by uh, wearing masks with COVID. And th- again, this is not a like, do you like to wear masks or don't you? This is just more of a thing I've noticed in in the store. Uh, harder to talk to people because it's harder to read them. And um, yeah, so in review, our inner circles, are those few close friends, social circle, you know, kind of more the acquaintances, um, small groups that we're in. Um, and then the community circle is other bigger groups or places that we go where we get to interact with women who we think are pretty amazing, right? And that's where we can meet some of these potential friends. Also, online community circles, right? I mean, this is, like I said, I love all of the online women I have met. Uh, it's just a really fun way to have a relationship with somebody, believe it or not. And I've also heard this you know, inner circle acquaintance versus friend thing in the way of quarters and pennies and like in the way of change. So you think about it, four quarters, you, you have, those are the highest value of the coin. Well, unless you're looking at the half dollar or the dollar, but you know what I mean? Let's go with the four. You have four really, really, really good friends or maybe more. You know, you look at the, the dimes and then the nickels and then the pennies are like the community, you know? Um, and you're, you're just kind of looking at them in that perspective. It takes away the pressure to be like, either I like you or I don't, right? You have a whole bunch of these circles. 
And it gives us room to decide, don't you think, like where friends might be. And some seasons they might be in the inner circle. Some seasons they're community circle uh, because, you know, they were a friend of proximity. I used to work with these women that we hung out all the time. We did trainings together. We did camping together, cookouts together. This is before kids. And then we all started having kids and then we all started leaving the agency. And then I see them in the community. You know, they're more in my community circle. A couple and more in my social circle, a couple are at the office I'm at, and it's amazing I still get to see them after all these years. Um, and so if we look at it from that way, we have choices and options, right? Freak flag on one end, peace flag for friendships that might be ending, and a lot in between, right? So I'm going to give you an example of my one group that I consider part of my inner circle. And I hope they don't mind if they're listening. And there, there's five of us, okay? And so I'm not going to do names. And, oh, my dog thinks he hears somebody here, but there is nobody. So I'm hoping he doesn't continue to bark. So I have these four friends. Um, we've all pretty much identified ourselves on the Enneagram, and we're all different, okay? And in the beginning, I was the main connector. I knew everybody from different phases and places. And then, interestingly, though, two of them's husbands are about, like best friends. They used to work together and... It was like a double connector, right? And then another one of them I met at the retreat, which made another connector. Um, but anyway, so over the years, we got, we mostly connected in larger groups. Um, I would see them separately at first and then together with husbands and kids. And now we get together to have di girls' dinners and um, we plan a girls' weekend every year. And then we try to plan a couple's weekend every year. Um, and so um, I'm just using this to kind of make your point on how it works in this freak flag inner circle, okay? Um, and so one, one of us does pretty much what she wants when she wants. She's pretty independent, prefers to come and go as she wants. So she usually just drives herself, stays with, as long as she wants, and off she goes. Unless, of course, someone like me in the group snags her for social time. Uh, another one's just go with the flow. So she can usually meet up anywhere. She, she's there, whatever. Another one is always willing to take the roommate because she likes to be around people and have more conversation, interaction. And then the other one, I've kind of had her take over the planning for me for a while. And so she kind of gets stuck in this place of waiting for others to speak up and decide or her just deciding um, and making the decision for us. And over the years, we've had some interesting conversations about all of that, like allowing ourselves to show up as ourselves, but then also being able to say, hey, you know, <laughs> For us planners, like, hey, we need we need interaction and we need feedback. Um, and, um, you know, so I this is kind of my take on it. I can't speak for how they would feel. And my role, I'm sure, would be pretty interesting. But um, I'm going to ask them the next trip, see what they say. But I, point being is we're all together in this group. We all have different relationships with each other. I have a different relationship with every one of them. And I do love that small group aspect, but my favorite thing is the one-on-one. -on -one. And so I know I need that with them in a different, and it's different. Like there's one who, you know, I can talk to you about this. And there's another one who, you know, our boys are exactly the same age. So totally have all of that in common. And we talk about all sorts of stuff. And so I try to connect with them one-on-one -on -one when I can. And because it's, it's, I know I need that for my freak flag, right? So I go for it. So consider, like, when you look at your inner circle, how do you show up? How do they show up? What do you like? What would you change? You know, um, maybe I'll do an episode with them. We can talk about what we'd change more because here I'm not going to get into detail. And we really have a good communication style going, to be honest. Uh, so we talk about some of those things as they come up.
And then on another note, when it comes to that peace flag, that white flag, um, I have a few friends that I don't really see anymore that at one point in my life were so important and close to me, you know, um, and I still am sort of like, I'm sorting out how I feel about that because of the loyalist that I am, like we talked about above. Um, but what I do know is um, there's parts of me that miss them and there's parts of me that know that like that season of life has passed and the world kind of describes it as, you know, we grew apart. Um, you know, and like I said, for me, it was, you know, there's been some different reasons for distance, life circumstances, something happened in our lives, uh, all the different things that can happen when friendships grow apart. And for women like us, we need to put language to it that allows us to live with that, right? That allows us to live with the natural ebb and flow of relationships that will naturally happen. Uh, like I was saying above, you know, I spend a lot of time, I used to spend a lot of time feeling guilty. Like, and then I would wonder, am I avoiding it? Um, what if I was wrong? And so here I want you to like take breath and tell yourself that, you know, or maybe ask yourself, what if nobody is wrong? Um, if we take away the wrong part and add in, you know, like it is the season that it is. Um, I love the phrase. It, it, it is what it is. Some people think it's cynical, but I sometimes it's just it is what it is. We still have love in our hearts for people, but we they're not as close to us as, as they once were. And when we go to go to it into it in that in that way, we can reflect and then we can also be curious about it. How are we really feeling? Were there things we would have done differently? Yes, of course. Were there were there things that she would have done differently? I would guess yes. I mean, were feelings hurt? Probably. On my part, for sure, yes. But on her part, yes, you know, like, because thing, as things change, change is hard. And did we avoid that some? I would think so, right? So asking yourself those questions and allowing for the answer to be yes for both of you and not really defined in this is exactly what happened, you know, it was his fault, her fault, all that stuff. No. Um, and, you know, it's easier to look back, you know, when it's been a while between your last real conversations with them. Um, and to see like you are where you are now and you were there. And part of it is, you know, um, I like to look back at my friendships like that, where the, the peace flag, the white flag is flying. There's, there's no hard feelings. Um, there, we just grew apart or there were some misunderstandings that did happen back then in certain friendships. And that like the one I fought with in seventh grade, if I saw her now, we would laugh about it. Right. I mean, if she remembers, but I think she does too. <laughs> but anyway, we would laugh about it. Um, and so if we allow ourselves to look back at those friendships or the ones that we're knowing we need to move away from a little bit, um, with nostalgia and remembering the good times, um, then um, with our that part of our heart that just, you know, remembers the good times, wants to almost, almost kind of like open to give them a hug if you saw them at the store to catch up a little bit and want the best for them, that is the place coming from that place, you know, you know, you miss them, but yet your paths don't really cross that much anymore. Doesn't that seem a lot more peaceful than being stuck in the, what could I have done differently? What could she have done differently? Oh my goodness. We're not friends anymore. What does that say about me? And all worried when it's just like, it is what it is. And to be honest, do you both, either of you have the capacity to reignite that when time has passed and you have other relationships that you're focused on now? Um, 
And then the third one, you know, this is kind of the other where there's um, some relationships that there really isn't a, a white peaceful flag. If you see them in the grocery store, you might want to turn and go down another aisle. I'm just being honest here. I have a few people in my life that makes me really uncomfortable that I do, <laughs> to be honest. A people pleaser, you know, reforming over here that wants everyone to love her. But um, have that for sure. I have some some of those it, that past relationships where I just, you know, I, I avoid. <laughs> and um, these are relationships that do need to stay there, right? That they need to end. Um, and that's okay too. I think we put up with crap, especially when we look back to our middle school and high school relationships, right? We talked about in the last episode. Um, they put up with crap from us. Um, I'm sure ever, both parties would say the same thing, something which just wasn't going to work, right? That It just happens, you know? Um, and so this is where we take off those polite gloves that we all have. And we can just say, say it like it is. It's toxic for us, regardless of if... Who's responsible for it? It's toxic for us. Um, we don't have to brand them as toxic, although we might want to in some moments, but we can brand that situation, that relationship as toxic for us. See how different that is versus saying, you know, she is such a toxic person. Then saying, she, our relationship was toxic and as a friend, it was a toxic circumstance, right? And toxic relationships really are for a whole other podcast because I think women have huge tolerations for toxicity and for putting up with with behaviors, and that means then people that we really don't need to. But that's another one, right? Let's just get curious about it today. Like, hmm, have I had a lot of toxic friendships, right? So a few questions to close, okay? And then um, I promise we'll be done. We're at our point. So Questions today, like, do you have the types of friendships you want? Do you have the amount of friends that you want? Are you happy in your friend life? Um, do you have at least one you can fly your freak flag with? Uh, do you have a hard time saying yes or no to friends? Do you have a hard time letting friendships go? Do you have a hard time moving on from some of those past hurts? You know, the bottom line, and I always kind of end with this, is bringing it back to us. We get to decide. We get to decide who we hang out with. It's awesome. We're adults, right? We decide what we tolerate. We decide our non-negotiables. And we get to decide who we pursue. That's the fun part, right? Um, the more reflection, emotional intelligence, and intuition we let in when we're making these decisions, when we're spending time with people, the more likely we will stop wasting our time pursuing someone who isn't on the same page and the more time we will spend on nurturing those beautiful friendships we deserve or looking for them. Um, as I said, friendships, oh, they're such a rich place to learn and grow. And we can gain so much insight into where we might need to heal, where our strengths are, who we really are as a person and totally love on ourselves for it. Right. And then we also get to, to learn where, where we might need to let go of something, um, in that healing process. So as always, you know, I'm here for you. Um, I have the hats of therapist, healer, and coach, and healing friendships and helping women find really deep, meaningful relationships is all part of what I do. And I hope you really enjoyed today's episode. You know, shoot me an email, DM me, let me know how you're thinking, how you're feeling about your friends. And I will talk to you again next week about, about friendship again. Hey there. Thanks for listening, my friend. If you like the podcast today, please stop by and leave me a review. 
I am new to the podcast world and would so appreciate it. If any of your friends, ladies who support you, or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way, will you? It truly takes the village, and I need help getting the message out that we can be that girl, that girl who lives her unapologetic life. Would you join me in the ripple effect? Look for other places to hang out with me and my tribe in the show notes. Until next time.